Welcome to another episode of People with Passion for Pets. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to Eric Idis. He is the co-founder and CEO of a company that makes the Putt Pod. The Putt Pod is a very innovative new dog toy that can also be used as a training tool. So, Eric, welcome to People with Passion for Pets. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. You are the co-founder and also the CEO of a company that makes the Pot Pod. And for those of our listeners and viewers who may have not heard about the product before, maybe let's start out by talking a little bit about what it does. Sure. So for folks that are used to using puzzle toys uh, to feed meals, this is like the future of puzzle toys. The dogs interact with this smart toy, the Pot Pod Rocker. When they interact with it at the right time, they earn food rewards from a connected feeder uh, that has a camera inside. As dogs play the game, you can control it all with your smartphone, and the game gets harder as your dog learns. So you can control the whole game if you're out of the house and your dog has separation anxiety, they just doesn't want to be bored, like it's a working dog, they like to work for their food. Those are all great examples of where you'd want to keep your dog occupied and keep them busy by playing uh, the pup pod game. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, I am just amazed with the product. It is so neat. Uh, so again, for our audience, it comes in, there's really three components of it. So there is the, the rocker part, which is the game that the dog interacts with. And that actually makes some noises. And as you were talking about, there are so many different things that you can do with this. So one of the things is you can use it to train your dog, right? So if you want them to not get crazy every time the doorbell thing. So it's just, there's just so many different um, applications with this. Yeah, that's a great example. The, the toy makes either sounds or lights and you can control what, what combination you want through the mobile app. If a dog is hearing this doorbell sound, they're getting rewarded for touching the toy when the doorbell sound occurs. It just reorients their association to the meaning of that sound. It's a language. And so now when the doorbell rings at your house, maybe they're going to first think, oh, that's the sound I hear when I get rewards rather than that's the sound, you know, when a stranger shows up. So, and there's a number of these behavioral modification benefits that we can deliver with technology, all based on operant conditioning and positive reinforcement. That's really like the, the, the lane that we're in as a brand. And you can also control the timing. To make the game more difficult for the dog, you can increase the time between lights or sounds that play. And what the dog's listening for is when a sound plays or when the light ring lights up, they have to touch the toy within two seconds and then they get the reward. That builds a lot of concentration and patience for dogs to focus for longer. And that works as a part of their brain where they have to really focus on concentrating and not getting distracted and wandering off. It's great for in impulse control as well. We actually have a specific level for that because, oh, wow. um, yeah, the next, uh, in the beginning, the dogs just learn the connection between the feeder and the rocker. And that's an interesting problem for dogs to make that association. A lot of them make it very quick. And then they have to learn to touch on cue which is the next level when you when they only get a reward if they touch the toy within two seconds of the sound play. And then we introduce a second sound that doesn't give them a reward. And that's what dog trainers would call a discrimination task because they're learning to discriminate between the sound that gives them a reward, the sound that doesn't. And then at the next level, 
if they touch the toy when the sound that doesn't give them a reward plays, it sounds like an alley cat. So if they touch the toy on the alley cat sound, then the next time a sound is, is, is able to play, they're going to get the alley cat again. So they actually have to not touch the toy when the alley cat sound plays in order for the toy to cycle back to the reward sound. And so that's specifically what we designed it as an impulse control task. Um, and then there's ways to break the pattern to make the pattern random. So that's another skill for dogs to adapt to. So it adds more difficulty. And we've got more levels coming out in the future that will test other, other cognition skills. So we're training them with these like foundational cognition skills. This kind of takes them down the path of just using their brain to work a problem and get rewards. Yeah, your um, your product really takes, um, you know, a puzzle toy or interactive toy to the next level because, you know, all these other toys that are available to us on the market right now, it's the same thing over and over and over where yours is evolving. So, you know, the, the pet learns to progress. But then now I'm also excited you're saying there's there's more things coming out. And so as somebody that will purchase this product, since um, all of these levels programs are then coming through the app is that then an automatic upgrade for those people that already own the product that's right yeah the feature oh, can awesome. be updated the toy can be updated obviously you just update the mobile app so yeah, everything's updatable in the field and we've already rolled out multiple updates for bug fixes new features new capabilities new sounds you mentioned the doorbell sound um we're doing a lot with sounds so that at some point, you'll be able to record your own doorbell. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, well, my husband and I, wear behavior modification is our specialty with dog trainers, but we're usually doing in-home behavior modification for people that have problem dogs. That, and, you know, one of the biggest things oftentimes is a hyper dog that will, you know, be very reactive with a doorbell or people walking by the, the window. So I can see all these applications and, you know, we, we call that a redirect because it's like, okay, the focus is you know the doorbell and now I'm running to the doorbell and I'm barking but if every time I hear that sound now I actually have to run to the little dispenser and I'm going to get some treats that's going to be a perfect refocus of the dog's attention and bringing the the calmness into uh you know that situation so yeah I just think it's a just a great invention so let me ask you um how did you how did you come up with the idea yeah so my my first dog, and I was new to having a dog. So I didn't have them as kids. But when I had a dog kind of later in life, uh, he was a rescue. And he was really, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from him. And one day we were watching TV and he would bark at dogs and animals on TV. We were watching a cartoon and he started barking when a cartoon dog came on the screen, but he wasn't barking at the rest of the cartoon. And it just really opened my eyes that he was processing information at a much different level and it spurred the question for me, if a dog could invent a computer, what would they invent? And that's what kind of started taking us down this path of a product for dogs so that they have something more interesting than chewing on a piece of plastic or a piece of or a stuffed animal. But we'll also be able to make all kinds of other games. It's a platform. So it's this is just you can think of our current rocker game as like the first game on the Xbox. And then you don't buy an Xbox for just one game. You want to have a lot of different games. And there can be sports games and dancing games and driving games and all kinds of different types of games. We'll see that on the PupPod platform from multiple vendors over time. And I would not be surprised at all if, if we get to olfactory games where dogs can practice their 
um, their ability to detect things like cancer, COVID, uh, low sugar in, in, in diabetics or uh, seizures and epileptics. And so with PuttPod, we're actually giving them a way to use their mind to solve problems and they happen to get a reward. And we, and we recommend to people to use the product to feed meals. Because <clears throat> then your dog's getting the same calories they would be getting with you know, eating out of a bowl, but they're getting all this physical activity. They're getting mental stimulation. It's just good for their health. It's good for their mental health and good for their physical health. Yeah, and I love that you just said that because uh, that's actually one of my things when I use, I have a pet cam, you know, and I use the, the regular kibble because you really don't want to increase your dog's calorie intake by, you know, constantly feeding these high value treats. Um, so one of the things that you mentioned is about exercise and mental stimulation going together. And, and I noticed on your website, there's a beautiful video and a, a great example of where the, the pod, the, the rocker is actually downstairs, but the treat is actually in another room or upstairs. And so now the dog learns, I go down here and I rock the rocker, but then I have to run up the stairs and I get my treat. So I think that that was such a great idea. You know, we, we call that the doggy steer master uh, scenario, <laughs> but, but, it's a, but giving your dog a safe way to exercise inside is a real issue in the summer when it can be triple digits in a lot of the country. Yep. Um, it's just not safe. You know, the pavement's too hot. It's just, they're going to have heat exhaustion. So, uh, and then you see the same thing in other inclement, you know, weather patterns, like when it's too icy or it's snowing, or it's just too cold to go for a long walk or as older folks, um, or people that have injuries can't give their dog all the exercise that the dog needs. This is a way to give them more exercise indoors. And it's fun. It's, it's, I hear a lot of our customers, even with um, like teenagers or, um, or younger kids like to engage with the dog in this game because it's technology, but you're, but you're not looking at a screen. So there's a number of these uses where um, it can really help solve problems for people with some of the ones we just talked about, particularly working, working breeds. They really need to, they like to work for their food. We have, we've heard from customers that if they put a bowl out with food and putt pod, their dog will play putt pod because it's more fun than just eating out of a bowl. So there's really, awesome. we're tapping into some really interesting, um, you know, new scenarios. And, and, yeah. and, and, you know, the other thing is um, you mentioned all the different things, but, you know, as working parents, a lot of our modern dog parents obviously have to go to work. Their dogs are at home. Uh, but because you're using this through the mobile app, you can actually interact with your dog on your on your breaks and you can check in with your dog. So I think that's a, such, such a great idea. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, where we're going with this, which no one really talks about, is multiplayer multi-species gaming so you can as we keep adding more software capabilities you'll be able to, to participate more in the game that your dog's playing now the dog if you're not at home they don't know you're doing that so the two users have very different experiences but through the platform and through the software we're able to give uh, both the human and the dog some really interesting scenarios yeah. And, you know, as a, again, as a dog trainer, I'm just so excited because as you were mentioning up until now um, in the dog training world, whether or not it's a, a personal uh, person, a pet parent training their pets or a dog trainer, there really wasn't any technology available to us. Um, and so I'm really excited about this. And yeah, just you talking about how the future may actually bring so much more uh, really it gets me excited about your product even more so. 
they were just the tip of the iceberg. And actually, for your audience members who are dog trainers, we have a special program to build out the Pup Pod Dog Trainer Network. And so we will actually uh, work with dog trainers to put their videos of how to use Pup Pod. I mean, it's really a tool. And we want to bring the trainer community in directly into our app and let them communicate with customers who, and then our customers can decide to contact a trainer. If they see a video or tips from a trainer in our app, they can go, oh, that's a trainer that knows how to use Pup Pod as a tool to solve different problems. And they may con- and then they can contact the trainer. We'll, we'll you know, provide the contact information. That way the, the training community gets really pulled into the Pup Pod platform as a really important resource to help dogs use this tool effectively and help pet parents use this tool effectively. That's awesome. Yeah, that's very exciting. Thanks. So, so let's uh, be sure to share where our viewers and our listeners can find you. So obviously you have a website. Why don't you share that with us and your social media links? Uh, sure. It's puppod.com. So it's P-U-P-P-O-D.com. Kind of like iPod, but puppod. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but once you, once you see it, it's very memorable. And on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, just search for, for puppod. Uh, again, P-U-P-P-O-D, and you'll you'll find our our all of our content online. Wonderful, and of course, we'll be sure to share your links in the description below the video, so everybody can click on those easily to get to you. So you have a wonderful website, and it's very informative. I mean, it's not just one of those websites where it's like, here's our product, here's what it does. You have a lot of video on there, a lot of um, things showing, and there's a, an Australian Shepherd. And I'm also an Australian Shepherd mom. So um, you're Aussie. Uh, her name is Ollie. Is that right? Yeah, Ollie. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, that is, that's, is that your current dog right now? It is. Yeah. He's And he is awesome. He loves the game. He'll play for, now not every dog is going to do this, but he'll play for between one hour, one to two hours to earn a meal. And he'll walk about a mile in the living room, just going back and forth between the feeder and the toy. And there are a lot of Australian Shepherds, German Shepherds, you know, Malinois, all these working breeds. They like to work. They, it's, it's good for them. But you'd be surprised how many dogs like Havanese that you wouldn't classify as a working dog love to play the game and are very active players. We've had, you know, pugs and bulldogs and, you know, all, we've got every breed playing the game. Uh, so it can apply across the board. Yeah. And, you know, we always talk about how training and interactive toys obviously are important for any type of dog because they all want to have something to do. Um, certainly, you know, working breeds like an Australian Shepherd, they they have to have a job. But, you know, a lot of times when when we see people with behavior issues, it's because the dog is picking something to do. Right. That's usually the behavior issue whether or not it's chewing up something or barking at everybody that walks past the open window. Um, and so, yeah, again, I, I just think this is a great toy uh, and a tool to uh, make sure that you don't have behavior issues. And, and I can highly recommend it to anybody out there that has a dog. I, I don't think there's any dog that's not going to enjoy uh, interacting with it. And, and that's where these connections with the training community is so important because we can build a product with a bunch of basically build a tool that can be used a lot of different ways, but it's the trainers that can work with a individual pet parent with an individual dog to use this tool in the, in the best way for that 
that particular dog or cat or bunny. We actually have yeah. all kinds of animals playing the game, which is also part of the fun of the product is that this type of opera conditioning applies to all kinds of animals. Um, and and I was just going to ask if uh, if you have uh, heard of customers that are using it with other pets because I can definitely see cats really enjoying this type of uh, interactive tool. Oh yeah, cats, bunnies, chickens, pigs, horses. Uh, I think even some people with um, like an iguana. Uh, wow. And we've we've been in conversations with some zoos that wanted to use the product with porcupines, oh, servals. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of animals, you know, as long as you get the right, the right food and you, you know, you're making sure, sure. that there's a behavior expert and, a, you know, a, uh, an expert that's involved in, in making it's there's a lot more decisions to make, but, but the bottom line is there are really a lot of different species of animals that will play these kind of games. That's awesome. I love it. So fun. Well, is there anything else that we haven't talked about in regards to your product that uh, you want to share with our listeners? We, we, we offer amazing support to help people get set up. So if you have any, any issues, just contact support at puttpod.com and we're available to help you. And I'm assuming through your Facebook, you probably would love for people to share their pictures and their videos when their dogs oh, yeah. are playing with your pet. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This is, it's a fun, it's a fun um, product to get video of your dog playing well great again i can just highly recommend this product to anybody it is definitely the future of pet products and innovative uh, interactive uh, play with your pet so so glad to have you on the show today uh, great conversation and uh, really nice to meet you it's great to meet you too thanks for having us if you enjoyed today's interview, then I'm sure you want to know about the rest of season two of People with Passion for Pets. And as always, until next time, keep your paws on the road.